Passing Through Podcast. I'm your host, Ivan, and in today's episode, I would like to talk about where I came up with the idea for the name of the podcast. But first, let me get into prayer, and we'll begin. Heavenly Father, Lord, I thank you for this day. So yeah, I came up with the idea from three different places, uh, basically. The first is from Scripture, from the Word of God, and um, the second was from some Christian lyrics I had heard from a Christian rapper. And uh, the third was from a, an old preacher named John Bunyan. I didn't even know who I didn't know who John Bunyan was until I was listening to a sermon by R.C. Sproul and he was going on about this book and about this uh, preacher named John Bunyan who was saying if you have not read the book I implore you to go get the book no matter what it costs just go get it and read it and uh, he basically said it would be a Especially any Christian. Uh, but basically, I went and got the book from uh, Barnes and Noble. The funny thing is, well, the book is actually called uh, the, the Pilgrim's Progress by John Bunyan. And I went up to the uh, person working at Register and I asked her, said, Do you have a book called The Pilgrim's Progress by Paul Bunyan? You know, that old myth that we learn about in elementary, Paul Bunyan. Oh man, I felt like an idiot. But she is like, Well, do you mean John Bunyan? she knew exactly where the book was and that was actually the last one that they had in stock at the time so I went ahead and bought it and basically the book is about it's an allegory of the Christian life Um, and it basically describes our walk and any Christian that is walking in this life will be able to read the book and you know picture themselves in that situation and the things that they're going through I won't give too much detail into what the book is about I pray that you will be able you know you would go ahead and find it and read it but what I'm going to do is um, read a bit read a little bit about uh, John Bunyan So John Bunyan, who described himself as a tinker and a poor man, lived in England during a period of 
of the great, great upheaval that included civil war, an epidemic of the plague, the great fire of London, and intense religious persecution of dissenters who did not conform with the teachings and liturgy of the Church of England. Bunyan was born near Bedford in the village of Eslo in 1628. His father was a tinker who repaired metal household objects such as pans and kettles. Tinkers were generally itinerants or even gypsies. But the Bunyan family owned a cottage. Uh, John was sent to the village school to learn to read and write. Although beyond that, he largely taught himself. In his spiritual memoir, Grace Abounding to the Chief of Sinners, he claims to have had a happy childhood intermittently tormented by dreams of devils and hellish fiends. These powerful nightmares were precursors to the visions that motivated his religious conversion years later. Until that time, Bunyan claimed to have been involved in all manner of vice and ungodliness. When Bunyan was 16, his mother and his sister died a month apart and the young man was conscripted to serve in the Civil War on the side of the Parliamentary Army. And <clears throat> although he did not see combat, he was exposed during that time to radical pur- Puritan preaching of the period which encouraged him to break from the Church of England. When his garrison was dissolved, Bunyan moved back to Eslo, married and took up work as a tinker. When his eldest daughter, daughter Mary, was born, she was born blind. Bunyan experienced a spiritual crisis. He became an active member of a nonconformist church, St. Bo- John's of Bedford, where he began preaching. His simple, straightforward manner of spreading the gospel earned him a devout following among his peers. His first printed work, Some Gospel Truths, opened, appeared in 1656 when the Protectorate of Oliver Cromwell ended and the monarchy was restored in 1660. Nonconformist religious sects were persecuted, and in 1661, Bunyan was arrested for leading a secret religious meeting. He was jailed on a three month sentence that turned into one that lasted. 12 years because he refused to say he would give up preaching. Isn't that amazing? Uh, He was supposed to spend three months in jail 
but it, it lasted 12 years because he said that he would not give up preaching. I pray that we would, uh, we as Christians would be so bold to stand up for our faith, no matter what the cost. Um, and it also reads on, uh, let's see. During his imprisonment, Bunyan wrote prolifically, uh, producing among other works, grace abounding to the chief of sinners. Holy City in 1665 and his allegorical masterpiece The Pilgrim's Progress published in 1678 shortly after he was released from a second prison term this time of six months The Pilgrim's Progress was an instant success it remains one of the most translated and reprinted works of all time Onion preached widely in the years that followed he published more than 40 works in his lifetime, including a novel-like story, The Life and Death of Mr. Badman in 1680, another allegory, The Holy War in 1682, and the second part of Pilgrim's Progress in 1684. In 1688, John Bunyan contracted pneumonia and died. He was buried alongside other religious dissenters in Barnhill Fields, London. And that's a little bit of the backstory of John Bunyan. And it's been a, a joy reading his book and I always go back to it and reread certain parts. But uh, as I said, Earlier, I also got this idea from scripture, so we're gonna read from scripture and see what the word of the Lord has to say. substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen, for by it the elders obtained a good report. Through faith we understand that the worlds were framed by the word of God, so that the things which are seen were not made of things which do appear, for by faith Abel offered unto God a more excellent sacrifice than Cain, by which he obtained witnesses that he was righteous, God testifying of his gifts, and by it he being dead yet speaketh. By faith Enoch was translated that he should not see death was not found because God had translated him. For before his translation he had this testimony that he pleased God. But without faith it is impossible to please him. For he that cometh to God must believe 
that he is and that he is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. By faith, Noah warned, Noah being warned of God, of things not seen as yet, moved with fear, prepared an ark to the saving of his house, by which he condemned the world and became heir of the righteousness which is by faith. By faith Abraham, when he was called to go out into a place which he should after receive for an inheritance, obeyed and went out, not knowing whether or where he went. By faith he sojourned in the land of promise, as in a strange country, dwelling in tabernacles with Isaac and Jacob, the heirs with him of the same promise. For he looked for a city which has foundations, whose builder and maker is God. Through faith also Sarah herself received strength to conceive seed, and was delivered of a child when she was past age, because she judged him faithful who had promised. Therefore sprang there even of one, and him as good as dead, so as many as the stars of the sky and multitude, and as the sand which is by the seashore innumerable. These all died in faith, not having received the promises, but having seen them afar off, and having and were persuaded them, persuaded of them, and embraced them, and confessed that they were strangers and pilgrims on the earth. For they that say such things declare plainly that they seek a country, and truly if they have been mindful of that country from whence they came out, they might have had opportunity to return. But now they desire a better country, that is, and heavenly. Wherefore God is not ashamed to be called their God, for he has prepared for them a city. So yeah, I just want to get get you guys in the idea that uh, we're not meant to be here. We are pilgrims and strangers on the earth. So let us seek for the heavenly kingdom and seek Christ above all things. That where he is, we, we may dwell with him. going to read from 1st Peter uh, chapter 2 verse 11 Dearly beloved I beseech you as strangers and pilgrims to abstain from fleshly lust which war against your soul having your conversation honest among the Gentiles or non-believers, 
that whereas they speak against you as evildoers, they may by your good works, which they shall behold, glorify God, glorify God in the day of visitation. And the, the note on in my study Bible on uh, sec, First Peter chapter two verse eleven. It says, in effect, Christians are aliens from another world and foreigners from another land. Our our citizenship is in heaven. And we are ambassadors for Christ in this earthly country. So, uh, I just pray that if you're struggling with sin, anything that may hinder you, that you may think that you are not good enough to make it into this heavenly kingdom, Uh, don't put your focus on the sin, put your focus on Christ, have faith in Him, and uh, pray to God that He would deliver you, and uh, the word of the Lord says that if we confess our sins, He is faithful and just to forgive us and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. So if we confess it, the Lord will forgive us. And you have to pray for strength in Christ, in the Spirit, in the inner man to overcome the flesh. And especially if you're you know, we're living in this world and we're surrounded by people that probably don't believe in God and uh, don't have faith. We are a witness to them by the way we act and uh, the words we speak. And whether it's at work or going to the store or wherever you may, you know, we're going to encounter people every day no matter where we go. So it's our job as Christians to, you know, be a witness for Christ in all circumstances. To put off all evilness and all darkness and all sin. Doesn't mean we're going to be perfect. Doesn't mean we're going to make it 100% all the time. No. We are walking in this world as strangers and pilgrims we don't belong here but it doesn't mean we have to uh, you know we don't have to uh, indulge in that wickedness in that sin whatever people may be uh, doing we don't have to be drunken Uh, we don't have to smoke weed we don't have to go to parties or you can if you want you know I'm not telling you not to go because you could even be a witness there uh, if you don't drink or if you don't smoke. But a lot of the times they won't listen to you when they're drunk or if they're high or whatever the case may be. The point is um, I'm trying to make that we're supposed to be an example of godliness in this world and in its life. And is it going to be hard? Well, you can bet. You know, 
So, saying is, as a Christian, that this faith walk isn't a cakewalk. It isn't going to come easy. We're going to uh, die to our sins and die to our flesh every day. Pick up our cross daily and, you know, deny ourselves of the worldliness that is around us. And it's around us 24-7. That's why we got to stay prayed up. You know, we got to stay in the Word of God. And that's what I pray for mostly about this podcast. That it would lead you, whoever you may be, to read the Word of God for yourself. Don't take my word for it. But read the Word for yourself and get into the Word. Get into a relationship with God. And uh, seek His day continually. His face. Sorry. Seek His face continually. Each and every day. But I also have more scriptures. This is I want to read uh, from John chapter 14. Let me turn that real quick. Alright, so John chapter 14. This is Christ speaking. Let not your hearts be troubled. You believe in God, believe also in me. In my Father's house are many mansions. If it were not so, I would have told you. I go to prepare a place for you, and if I go to prepare a place for you, I will come again and receive you unto myself, that where I am, there you may be also. Whither I go, you know the way. You know, and you know the way. And uh, I'll just read, just so we have context, on verse 5. Thomas said unto him, Lord, we know not whither thou goest, and how can we know the way? And Jesus said unto him, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man comes to the Father but by me. If you had known me, you should have known my Father also. And from henceforth you know him and have seen him. And Philip said unto him, Lord, show us the Father, as it will satisfy us. And Jesus said unto him, Have I been so long time with you, and you have not known me, Philip? He that has seen me has seen the Father. And how sayest thou, Then show us the Father? Believest thou not that I am in the Father, and the Father in me? And the words that I speak unto you, I speak not of myself, but the Father that dwelleth in me, he does the works. Believe me that I am in the Father, and the Father in me, or else believe me for the very works sake. For truly I say unto you, he that believeth on me, the works that I do, shall he do also, 
and greater works than these shall he do, because I go unto my Father. And whatsoever you shall ask in my name, that will I do, that my Father may be glorified, that the Father may be glorified in the Son. If you shall ask anything in my name, I will do it. If you love me, keep my commandments. And I will pray the Father, and he shall give you another comforter, that he may abide with you forever, even the Spirit of truth, whom the, whom the world cannot receive, because it seeth him not, neither knoweth him, but you know him, for he dwells in you, and shall be with you. I will not leave you comfortless. I will come to you yet a little while, and the world seeth me no more. But you see me because I live, and you shall live also. At that day you shall know that I am in the Father, and that in me, and, and at that day you shall know that I am in the Father. And you in me, and I in you. He that has my commandments, and keepeth them, he it is that loveth me. And he that loveth me shall be loved of my Father. And I will love him, and I will manifest, or reveal myself to him. Well, I've recently read that, uh, Say that he's going to go prepare a place for us. And you think about the mansions that we have built by, you know, human hands. And we can't, I don't think we'd be able to even imagine until we see it for ourselves. The mansions or the, even the heavenly kingdom, when we see it for ourselves. In the book of Revelation, it speaks a little bit about, uh, you know, what it's going to be like. The, the streets are going to be made of pure gold. And uh, it's just amazing to think about. God loves us so much that he sent his son to die for us and that if we have faith in him and put our trust in him that he gives us gifts and this is one of the gifts we get a crown of righteousness when we believe in him He's going to prepare a place for us, but even better than this place that, you know, is going to be beyond our wildest dreams. I think about being able to be with Jesus. That's what's going to be the most awesome about this. Is because we'll be with God. We'll 
be with him and we won't struggle anymore we won't have any more uh, sin to fight over we'll be solely sanctified uh, and glorified once we reach this heavenly kingdom and that's why I pray that you would strive to continue to take this walk seriously and uh, it isn't easy stay prayed up you know uh, continue to do the good works that God calls you to do Uh, not that those good works can save you but may you bring glory to God by doing good works by loving your neighbor and sharing the gospel I also have one more uh, scripture reference I want to read before I end this. It's 2 Timothy chapter 4, verse 7. righteous judge shall give me at the day at that day and not to me only but unto all them also the love is appearing so yeah I talked about the crown of righteousness earlier and uh, that's one of the gifts we'll receive and it's not even about the gifts it's about the fact that we'll be with God and uh, we'll be able to spend time with him forever in eternity and ask him whatever you want to ask him I myself would love to see my loved ones that passed on like my grandma whom I love very much but um I also want to see dinosaurs I mean there's so many things that's in my mind that I would love to see and I can't wait But uh, this is kind of a hopefully to motivate you, to keep you going, to encourage you, uh, to repent of your sins and put your faith in Christ and to continue to endure 
to endure whatever comes your way because we have a a blessed hope you know and Jesus is our blessed hope so that's pretty much it for this podcast and uh, 